The ways of communicating with others has evolved over the years. Some of our closest family members grew up in a time where cell phones weren't around. Now, everybody seems to have a cell phone. There are many computers being held in our hands every day. The development of the cell phone is looked at in an extremely positive way. Chris, a 16-year-old, was very thankful to have a cell phone when he went canoeing with his brother without their parents. Every person should have a phone so their parents can know where they're at. With every positive comes a negative. Claire, another 16-year-old, realizes that technology comes with a variety of responsibilities. Phones can be really damaging to your mental health if you don't use them correctly. In today's episode, we will be exploring the ways communication has changed over the years before cell phones to now when cell phones are with us everywhere we go. We will discuss the impact cell phones have on people throughout society. In the following acts, just a quarter and finding a balance, we will dig deeper into these topics. Cell phones haven't been around forever. It is crazy to think of how life looked without them. Some may ask, how did people survive? How did they get a hold of each other? I decided to dig deeper into the ways of communication before the cell phone. I asked my mom, Renee Austin, who experienced life before the cell phone, about how she felt not being able to contact anyone when she was younger. I would say it was fine because I never had heard of a cell phone before. Okay. And so back then, not having a cell phone, I wouldn't even have known. But if I were to think today, I absolutely cannot believe I survived without a cell phone. <laughs> So, like, we used our home phones or we used pay phones. When she says pay phone, she is referring to a public telephone that is operated once money is inserted. Every single pay phone that I remember using only cost a quarter. Nowadays, cell phones are pretty expensive. My mom could talk for hours on the pay phone at once, and it would only cost her a quarter. So, I mean, I think, in a way, like, the amount of time you actually talk would have been more back in the day just because you didn't have any other way to talk to someone. Eventually, my mom's mom ended up getting a pager so that her children could send their assigned code, which is a few-digit set of numbers, to her pager number. This would indicate they were where they were supposed to be. I was an honest person, Mm -hmm. but, like, my siblings could have texted their code that they're at the right place safely. Yeah. And they're really not at the place they said they were going to be. And all my mom knows is they got to where they're going All right, so there was no really way to know if, like, it was a lie. Totally. Yeah. You just had to really trust your child. That. So it was like peace of mind for her that we made it to where we said we're going. <laughs> but it only really works if they're telling the truth. But When I was talking to her, she seemed to have a lot of faith in the app Life360. As of June 2020, it had over 25 million monthly users of its app. It is a tracking app that can be downloaded on your cell phone. She uses it to make sure her kids are safe and going to where they're supposed to be. Without it, she doesn't know what she would do. When you turned 16 and you were going to drive for the first time without anyone in the car, I would not have been able to let you drive away if you did not have a cell phone and Life360 on so that I know like where you're going or what's happening and that you're safe. Many parents and even children use Life360 daily. My mom, Debbie, she can track my phone. Bradley, my 14-year-old brother, who is a member of the marching band, decided not to bring his phone to the high school football game where he was performing. After the game, my parents couldn't find him and his friend. We were wondering. You were phone-less. We were walking around. We, we didn't have any way of communicating. Not knowing where someone is at is extremely stressful, but for people like my mom, it was the norm for them when they were younger. Chris and Bradley are both from Gen Z and have grown up with cell phones everywhere they look. They have been with them since birth. Renee, from Gen X, has experienced life with and without a cell phone. She has been a parent during a time when tracking apps were used often. She has adapted to the new ways of communicating. 
Act 2, Finding a Balance. It's obvious that phones are distracting. They bring us so much with just a few clicks and scrolls. Smartphones offer easy communication, social media, and endless amounts of games and apps that could distract you forever. I wondered how the access to this technology has impacted people today. Are people able to balance their work and screen time efficiently? Claire is a 16-year-old who's a junior at Selene High School. She's an owner of an iPhone and experiences the negative and positive impacts it can have on our life. I asked Claire if she thinks her phone makes it harder for her to get work done. Um, it definitely does. It definitely can make um, it harder to work sometimes um, because I like to have my phone next to me mostly um, because I want to like answer a question or something that someone asked me or... I guess, check social media, that's very distracting. Mm -hmm. Claire continued to give examples about the times her phone has distracted her or made her less motivated to get something done. I sat down with my younger brother, Ethan Hornberger, who is 13, attends Selene Middle School, and owns an iPhone 11. I started out by asking what age he was when he received his first electronic. I got my first electronic, which was a mini iPad, when I was in fourth grade, so about 10. And then I got a phone when I was in when I was in seventh grade. Kids today, Generation Z, are growing up in a world full of new technology. Does this technology have a negative or positive effect? I then asked Ethan if he thought that having access to technology at such a young age has affected him in a negative way. Yeah, I think I often get distracted when doing homework and felt compelled to have things like social media to fit in with other kids. I brought up the fact that many social media apps have an age requirement at usually 13. I asked if he thought that having these apps at such a young age impacted him. I've seen so many kids with shorter attention spans because they have apps like YouTube and TikTok. They get so engaged in it that they don't pay attention to the world around them. Mm -hmm. Ethan went on to say how this issue of younger kids experiencing an addiction to electronics will impact our generation in the future negatively. He believes that communication skills won't really be developed along with managing time because we get sucked into our devices. The way technology has changed over the years has forced people to find a balance when it comes to the use of our devices. My mother, Lauren Hornberger, is part of Generation X and talked about the challenges she has faced while adapting to new technology. I asked Lauren whether or not she thinks her phone has played a negative or positive role in her life. There's things like the health app on there, so if you have an emergency, um, you know, you can have all the, your information on there. You can put things like your emergency contact in it so that if you're, again, injured, somebody can go to your contacts and make an emergency call. You know, you've got maps, you have, there's a lot of technology that can help your safety. About the downsides to safety with technology, maybe your phone, is that um, because of those algorithms that are always making you want to see your phone, people will tend to do more distracted driving. Lauren kept on talking about how she has had to adapt to the changes devices have brought, especially when it comes to getting distracted. Claire and Ethan are both from Generation Z, so they've grown up with new technology and devices surrounding them. Lauren grew up in Generation X and experienced the opposite. Being a big distraction is just one of the negative problems devices have brought to our world. With older generations not growing up with devices, they've had to adapt to a world full of them. Younger generations, Gen Z, have grown up with new technology that has caused problems negatively impacting people, a main one being addiction to our devices. We are learning all about how to grow with technology, and as we learn and grow, we have to find a balance when it comes to getting work done and maintaining a reasonable screen time. We'd like to thank our sponsors for allowing us to create this podcast. This podcast was edited and directed by Brianna Austin and Emily Hornberger.